Hello, everybody. Oh. Hi. Oh, my well, God. This is, Hi. This is a great start to a campaign. I think you've deafened me, Dan. Yeah, yeah. That's, we, we're <laughs> going to start as we mean to go on. Um, you're absolutely right. It is the start of a new campaign, isn't it? Wow, session yeah, one. Session very one. exciting. No one knows what's what? going on. What? Hooray. One. One. Juan Juno. Uh, yes. Hi. Uh, brand new campaign alert. Uh, we're about to um, jump into it. Uh, by this point, you may well have already seen the uh, the session zero and uh, the meet the characters. So you kind of have an idea of who's going on. But just in case, hi, my name's DM Dan. Um, I'm the, the head honcho uh, around here. Uh, and arrayed around me uh, are my uh, minions. Um, so just uh quickly say hello to tim meg carl and lane hello hello uh, are you all excited uh, are you all are you all ready for what's to come oh god yeah oh yes very okay. much so amazing amazing Pumped. um well we've spent a lot of time uh making our way to this point so i guess the only thing we can really do at this at this precise moment in time is just to i don't know get on with it yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, let's play some do do. Yes. The world has been broken and remade. Our civilizations are shattered, our people divided. Yet there are those who would rise up to challenge the encroaching darkness. Hi, my name's Carl. I'm playing Sir Carmichael Comstock, a Lorevar Cavalier fighter. Hi, I'm Meg. I'm playing Addy, a Keeper Druid Bard. Hi, my name is Anton, and I play Victor, a Lorevar Gloomstalker Ranger. Hi, my name's Lane. I'm playing Milia Sayralast, an Acevar Divine Soul Sorcerer. My name's Tim, and I'm playing Galena, the Terran Sprite Alchemist Artificer. And my name is Dan. I will be the Dungeon Master on this adventure. Whilst our world has been changed, we band together. Hope bright in our hearts. We push forward to reclaim what was once ours. And we shall be known as the Explorers of Elsewhere. Welcome to Elsewhere, a beautiful and peaceful world filled with mystery, wonder and splendour. Since times long forgotten, the people of Elsewhere have flourished under the watchful eyes of all-powerful gods known simply as the Pantheon. Led by the Broodfather Akan and Dragon Mother Aya, this time of peace would unravel with the start of the War of the Heavens Above. As Dragon fought Dragon, and Mortal fought Mortal, the world of Elsewhere as we knew it came to an end. The name of the events in the Draconic Tongue was the Eschaton, the end of the world. In the space of weeks, Elsewhere saw her landscapes warped, twisted, and remade by reality-shattering magics. Gods be born for mortal prayers, and eight dragons sealed away for their crimes. 
In the aftermath of the Eschaton, the peoples of elsewhere found themselves divided, scattered and hopeless. But all is not lost, for some brave few have managed to band together and venture out into the world under the name Explorers. And so, we find a group of four relative strangers uh, traveling along a a road that has arguably never been traveled along before. The sounds of horse and cart trundling behind them. Uh, somewhat hopeful chatter bouncing between certain persons, certain people of this caravan. The carts in... The carts are uh, festooned and decorated with uh, all manner of colours and hopeful-looking faces. Um, and at, at the front there are these these strangers so the cutting uh, an imposing figure among the four is a armored man walking at the front uh, one watchful eye glancing backwards and forwards perhaps with a bit too much frequency um but who is this this is carmichael comstock sir Carmichael Comstock, I shall have you know. Uh, uh, a Knight of the Hill, uh, as his title grants him. Uh, an old man, uh, as you rightly said, only one eye. Uh, also half an ear, which is hidden behind his very tattered and beaten armour. Uh, it's more rust than steel these days. Um, but yeah, he, he wears it proudly. Um... Uh, and with a big kite shield in front of him and uh, a sword sheath, his one hand resting on it. Uh, and you're right, his eye is constantly moving to the edges of the road uh, as he stays just slightly ahead of the uh, of the pack. Okay. Um, and as your your gaze kind of flits from from left to right and back again, um, it's been some time since you set out uh, on this expedition uh, with these uh, with these young hopefuls uh, who are calling themselves the, the Explorers Society. Um, but most curiously are three of your companions um, who are kind of scattered throughout the caravan. Um, and as your head turns, which of the other three does your eye land on? Ooh, who do I want to throw the gauntlet at first? Mm. I imagine the tallest of, of them. Uh, you know, he sees the pair of horns and the head sticking up above most other people. So uh, that is who is his gaze fix upon, uh, fixes upon first, the uh, uh, keeper among, among us. Okay. So as... As Comstock kind of looks back into the caravan at this uh, young female uh, keeper, um, quite rightly stood uh, a, a good head taller than the than pretty much anyone else on the expedition. Um, what 
is currently capturing that keeper's attention. Addy, to her friends, Dryadia to her parents, is currently furiously scribbling down notes in a little sort of patchwork leather-bound notebook, sure. looking around her different companions, and actually at the, the shape of the carts and the beasts pulling them and the contents, and just sort of studying every little detail of everyone's faces and the way they're walking and the way they're talking with each other, just utterly absorbed in the company around her. And I think what's particularly capturing her attention is actually the sort of the small feisty form as of Galena because Galena is something that Addie has never seen before you know so she's just just even trying maybe to sketch out sort of um, Galena's form and it's probably not looking that great so she would never show anyone this but uh, but yeah just just utter sort of amazement and and excitement on on sort of it, that she's trying to sort of keep back a bit because she knows she doesn't want to stare but just furtive glances over the page sure okay um and this this particular small this, this small diminutive figure uh happens to look over her shoulder at just the right moment to catch you really kind of staring um and what, what does this what does this lady make of it um i think it's just yet another in a long train of annoying distractions because it's really hard to do chemistry on a cart um <laughs> yeah she's you you're mostly aware of galena not so much because she's been talking to you guys much but because of some odd acrid smells that occasionally waft past and some yelled swearing every time a uh, rock is hit um the small kind of craggy dark-skinned sprite is just desperately trying to balance a burette um and kind of sees you staring and she's like ah, not another one and she carries on desperately trying to drip this away um she gets getting a little bit frustrated though i think she probably just she's gonna take a second clear her head take a minute to look around the convoy and there's probably i think one other person who catches her eye because of how much they don't stand out um is a pale blonde-haired lady who's just been kind of always hovering on the edges but and that's interesting to galena because that is somewhere that she's kind of familiar with herself sure um as you look uh look out to this um to this kind of third lady that's that's part of the troop but yeah you've you've noticed seemingly kind of on the periphery um you notice as uh one of the caravan guards um dressed in kind of like gray leathers um not not the greatest equipment you realize but um it looks like it suits a purpose um you've you've been warned that uh, the road ahead is is prone to getting quite chilly at night um but you notice one of these guards approach uh the the young 
and an ace of R and sort of like oh, kind of like lean out and try to to grab her attention. Um, oh. And what does this young lady do uh, upon being approached? Oh, sorry. Um, clutches the book she always has with her tight to her chest. Uh, sorry. Um. Uh, sorry to sorry to bother you, uh, Miss. It's just. I've, no, no, no. I've, yeah, I. Um, we, we've we've never been in the in the presence of, you know, a yeah. Uh, a, a, a prophetess, you know. So. Um. Yeah, we 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 just we're just honoured to 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 be here with you. And uh, I'm uh, sorry, sorry. I'll 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 leave I'll leave you be. Um. No, no, no. Yeah, thank uh, we'll, you very we'll, much. We'll keep you safe. We'll keep you safe. Please, no, please just. Just treat me like anyone else. Oh, <laughs> this guard kind of laughs and swipes a hand at you, uh, and then kind of returns to some of the other guards who are sort of like congregating, like giggling school children. And they're like, <laughs> as this guard returns. Um, but yeah, uh, what's how, how are you? What's going through your mind? Uh, I'm not used to being treated like this. It's still new every single time it happens, and more than anything, I just want to sort of get to know these people and have them just treat me as a regular person, but they won't do that. Uh, no, it doesn't appear that they are, and you've noticed that you've you've gathered quite a few faces, uh, quite a few looks, uh, more so than the Keeper over there um and you know keepers are are still rare enough that they normally kind of draw some attention but no you're, you're you're blowing her out the water um as uh as you kind of continue along the road uh, and you, you've been traveling for a good a good few days now um comstock at the front of the at the front of the uh, the, the, car the caravan, the procession, um, you hear a uh, a voice coming from the the lead caravan. Uh, the caravan itself is um, dressed in a, a a rich royal blue awning, um, and yeah, you hear you hear this voice kind of ring out. Um, we we have been traveling for for some time now, haven't we? But maybe it's it's time to. I, I, time to give the the horses a rest. Is that is do, do they they need rest? Right, horses need rest. Do they? And there's you just about pick up a a small sigh. A second from a second person in the in the front cart. Comstock sort of turns around. He sort of uh, steps back a bit, looks at the horses, and he sort of. Yes, they look a bit tired. I should probably say a few minutes rest is. Within reason. Uh, oh, oh, oh! Uh, a voice makes some surprise noises from inside, uh, and this head kind of pokes out of the front, um, sort of like between, uh, like over the shoulder of the the cart driver, um, and you're face to face with, um, like a dark-skinned uh, Lorivar, um, and. As he kind of pokes his head out, he all kind of adjusts the small glasses that balance precariously on his nose. And uh, um, oh, uh, uh, th th thank, thank you, uh, Sir Comstock. 
Thank you. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't want the, the horses to, to feel any kind of undue um, strain, I I suppose. I mean, they're, 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 uh, yeah, yes. And the head kind of disappears back in. Um, and you hear a whistle from, like, the, the, you notice that the driver of the cart of this blue awninged lead uh, is just kind of looked at this figure um, that's kind of poked over his, his head and he looks to you and just kind of like rolls his eyes in a seemingly knowing manner. Um, and yeah. Not everyone's an outdoorsman. Uh, the, the, the driver shakes his head and quietly, but you think, you feel that only you can hear it. Uh, you hear this driver saying, Yeah, I I don't think that rich boy's ever stepped foot out of the city in his life, he says. Um, and with a whistle, like a loud whistle, uh, the front driver um, begins to kind of bring the, the carts to a, to a halt. Um, and... Yeah, as everyone just kind of starts busying themselves and... Uh, like you, you hear sorry, you hear this this voice from this um this expedition leader that you know know him to be. And uh, um excuse me, you see, and he's clearly kind of poked out the back of the of the front tent and um the the rest of you, Galena, uh Milia and Addy, you, you see this this kind of Lorivar hanging out and he's got this almost like fearful look on his face as he just kinda of holds on to the Holds on to the back of the car. Um, we're we're just we're just going to have a a, a a few a few minutes. Everyone, he says, like waving his hands just to make sure he's got everyone's attention. Project uh, your voice more. Oh, oh, oh of, of course. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> um, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, yes, we're we're going to have a small break just to let uh let the horses have a little have a little downtime. Okay. Um. So. Don't 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 venture too too far from the the caravan. Oh, you're uh you're already okay. Um, we'll be travelling again soon. You'll hear the driver whistle. He says, and uh, kind of disappears back into the into his tent uh, into his cart again. And the the three of you just kind of catch each other's glances at this absolute fop of a man. <laughs> I can't believe they've got his bloody stuff in again. I keep offering to give them horses some my special juice and honestly give them a right kick. But, but what, 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 what will that do to them? Oh, make them, they'll, they'll be so much quicker. So much less tired. Maybe some side effects I'm not sure yet. But what? Huh? the only way to find out is to try. <laughs> as as Comstock walks past, he was like, "For the last time, Galino, we don't want radioactive horses. The side effects are not worth it at this present moment in time." Honestly, it's not radioactivity. It's more like uh, uh, the it's uh, basically just uh, manipulating the arcane weave so that time travels slightly differently for them. Uh, there might be some slight side effects. Maybe they'll travel slightly backwards in time. They might become sentient. I'm not really sure. But, um, you know, what? just got to let me have a go, right? What's Addy making of this little Terran sprite who's talking about sending horses through time? Uh, just 
mesmerise and she's going to pipe up. Back in my village, we've got some leaves that do a very similar thing. Um, maybe maybe next time I'm back there, I can get some for you. Um, but yeah, certainly bringing them into a tea will will definitely make you see time differently. Gloom <laughs> uh, <laughs> just kind of quickly makes some some notes on a little notepad, and she's like, okay. "Do you do you spend lots of time staring at them as well?" What the leaves? Oh, you, you do spend a I'm... lot of time staring when you're on the leaves. That makes a lot of sense. Then you've been having a bit of a, uh, you know, a little bit of a bite to keep you going on the road. Wouldn't blame you. <laughs> they definitely keep you going for for, for a long time. In fact, let me just make uh, some more frantically know, there, make some more notes. <laughs> there's some there's some elders back in my village that uh, you know they've started on them and they've just never stopped. They just never stop going. They never sleep. They never eat. They just they just keep Wait, going. Huh? That's what? That sounds that's horrifying. Oh no, they're great. Never Especially seen. for um, you know going up mountains and things. You know, really uh, alleviate uh, you know sort of uh, air pressure sickness. Milia, as also... you, oh, sorry, uh, Milia, as you kind of look on in uh, kind of disbelief at this this curious twosome, this this keeper in this Terran sprite, um, you see this kind of more elderly Lorivar kind of stomp uh, stomp around the corner into your your vicinity, and in the in the days that you've been traveling together, um, what's been What's been your take on this uh, Sir Comstock, uh, and sort of what, what, what was the sort of like most pressing question you've wanted to ask him? Well, um, he does seem incredibly overzealous. I want to say, um, and I suppose the most pressing question I would want to ask him. Uh, why haven't? Why do you not wear armor on your legs? <laughs> I don't understand. That is. As you stand there looking at Comstock, and you're just kind of like you're you're just staring at him, and then like your eyes just travel down to his <laughs> bare shins, his kind of dirtied like scuffed shins and like pretty much see... eye level for me already so yes yeah <laughs> and as you as you sit there thinking i swear that's not what knights look like um you become aware of two two figures that flank you on either side and um as you glance down you recognize them as the curious goblin twins that have joined this exposition that you've known you found out are called knock and bock and the two of them stand there and they've kind of got these uh, grimy looking blue kind of plaid shirts with like blacksmith aprons on and they both eerily they both seem to be able to strike the exact same pose um as they stand to your left and right and they're both wearing the same kind of frown and you hear one of them, you're not sure which one it is, but you know it one it's either knock or bonk, goes I don't quite understand why he doesn't have shin guards on. 
And the other turns and no, you're right. It's pretty daft. It'd be quite easy to take I... him down. It, yeah, 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 it my, does. My parent would always tell me that it's the best. You know, you should protect your legs because you know if you get it's over, right. you can't. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. So it's, it's a famed goblin technique, actually, to go for the knees. I do. Uh, I I hesitate to point this out, uh, young lady, but you do appear to be wearing a dress yourself. Yeah, aren't you cold? Says one of the the goblins, looking up to you. Um, no, not not particularly. You brought a coat, um, you know, right? I... No. Um, you didn't bring a coat. Ever since I, ever since I it, 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 it happened, I a little bit more resilient to that kind of thing. And you know, if I need protection, I just. I just cast shield on myself and like a sort of burst of almost sunlight just envelops me for a little bit. The two, the two goblins, so as you kind of do this and like the rest of you all notice that this, this ace of art that's joined the party and you've been told that she's the sort of like the divine moral compass of the expedition. That's what, you know, the expedition leader said. Um, you see her cast this, this spell and these two goblins just stand there with their arms folded, just looking like you see them in unison, suck on a tooth. <laughs> and um, I mean, it looks pretty, but that's not going to keep you warm at night, is it? I... That's what the fire's for, usually. <laughs> this is where Comstock arrives and is like, "That's a very good point about the fire. Aren't you meant to be gathering firewood?" Uh, the two goblins look up to you and in unison go. No. <laughs> <laughs> what's their uh, What's their job around here? Um, so, well, Galina, you can't help but chuckle at the the, the forthrightness of these two goblins. Uh, clearly, they these are goblins that give no shits. Um, but uh, you understand them to be the sort of like blacks. They're going to be like the blacksmith overseer type uh, duo when when you arrive at the or like when you arrive to. Um, at your destination um, because as you all know um, you're venturing out on the, you're on the truck you're on the road um, looking for somewhere to set up a new frontier town at least that's what you've been told by this uh, expedition leader um, the, the, the the dark skin Lorivar that uh, you believe is called Dravin Dram um, and Galena you've how, how much time have you spent in the cities Galena um, as little as possible, I think. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, due to recent circumstances, more than I would like. But uh, got an excellent, uh, excellent selection of glassware. So, sure, swings um, roundabouts. So, Dravin Dram has struck you as the kind of guy who you take great pleasure in not associating with. Like he's he's young, naive, and far too rich for his. Have own. you seen how soft his hands are? <laughs> um, moisturized, pampered, even. Um, yes, Disgusting. It's, it's clear that that Dravin, uh, Davin here hasn't really ever done a an honest day's work in his life, kind of thing. Like, not got a single chemical burn in his body. No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, and yeah, so but he's he's been able to um, fund this expedition and more importantly, uh, pay for you lot. To, to come along so there is that but yeah you are heading out to help set up a frontier 
town. Um, the location of which you're not sure, but um, Davin is is very sure that uh, if 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 we if we just keep going going along this road, then um, we'll we'll find we'll find find some something right. Surely, I mean, it can't can't all be can't all be bad. I mean, this road looks this road looks good. This it looks nice. Um, but Comstock, uh, as you hear you hear the Terran sprite giggle, you've just seen the Ace of R just kind of do a like a, a divine magic light show. Um, what, like, what are your thoughts on this expedition? Uh, given how wet behind the ears the this Davin Dram seems to be. He's worried for Davin. He's he's probably been sort of throwing advice to him every now and again. Uh, you know, <laughs> maybe more that he's taken more charge than he he would have liked to because you know Davin doesn't seem to be making decisions in a timely fashion. Uh, everything seems to be happening just a little too late mm -hmm. for Comstock's liking, at least. Maybe not like for the rest of the party, but definitely for for Comstock's liking. Sure. Like decisions come like an hour later than they probably should. Sure, 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 sure. Um, and as as you're as you're kind of thinking this, and you're kind of looking down at these gnomes that are kind of giving you a little bit of jip, um, and they're like they're just see like cross arms, kind of you see you see them sniff, you see their nostrils inflate in unison as they, um, kind of refuse to to kind of give you the. Um, the respect that your station is due. Um, you hear a, a another. You hear a female voice um, from behind you say, uh, "Who said we need firewood?" Uh, you turn to you turn to see, sort of like leaning against one of the carts, um, is the what you is, as you understand it, uh, one of the designated. Uh, the designated expeditionary scout, um, a wolfkin woman um, that you've come to know as Frinka, um, and she's currently just kind of running a her glove along the the edge of her hunting knife. Um, have we have we already run out of wood? She says, looking up. Somewhat confused. Uh, Comstock looks back and he's, uh, the Forge Masters here were incredibly concerned about, uh, our fair priestess's temperature. So I had assumed that they were looking for more firewood as maybe they'd burn through it or something. Uh, the, the Wolfkin woman looks to, um, looks to the two goblins, um, and sort of like, the, the, the kind of, utilitarianness of the goblin stands in quite stark contrast to this kind of frontiers woman um she's like got heavily kind of tanned skin um a russet reddish hair pulled back in a, a, a tight ponytail um and like all of her <laughs> um and, like all of her her gear looks like it kind of serves serves a purpose being kind of cobbled together um but it's all kind of contrasted by the splash of bright war paint that kind of go wraps like light blue war paint that goes around her eyes um, and then two yellow stripes that go through the eyes 
Um, and she she looks down to, to knock and bock, and the twins look back up at her. Uh, and is this true? Have you run out of all of the wood that I gathered? Uh, little goblins and the knock and bock just kind of oh, no 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 good no good we haven't no 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 we haven't touched it no no no, no 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 and you can see that for some reason they're just becoming unusually flustered and then they just kind of oh, we, we're gonna go back to the car yeah yeah we gotta go back to our our car yeah yeah we'll, uh, yeah go come on no, come on bock yeah go, go, go. and the, the two goblins just kind of scamper away um and you see Frinka just kind of do a small little laugh to herself um and she she looks up to you and no but really do i need to get more firewood i i i i, I feel like we we still have quite a lot uh unless galena has burned through it all no i believe we're okay no getting these getting these flasks up to temperature requires quite a bit very important okay uh frinka frinka kind of nods and uh I I don't exactly know what it is that you are uh, you are doing that requires so much wood, but I, I can get some more, I guess. She says that's okay. You don't need to understand, dear. It'll take way too long. You like the rest of you just kind of if you take sharp intakes of breath, but that barbed comment just seems to go fully over Frinka's head, uh, and she she just kind of nods uh, and. Very well, then, she says. And she just kind of goes back to leaning against her cart and kind of sharpening her knife again. Um, I imagine Comstock goes to uh, Milia and is like, Are you okay, my lady? <laughs> um, yes, I'm fine. Uh, when Knockenbock, when, as like Knockenbock came up to her side, she had pulled her scarf that's around her neck up so it was like right up to her chin. And kind of lets it fall a little bit when they leave it. I, uh, I should, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I just, I don't, like I said, when, um, when it all happened, I, I'm a little bit more resilient to the colds and I, and eat and everything else than I was before. So I, I should be fine. But uh, so thank you for your concern. Would you also like me to have a chat with the other guards? I noticed they were harrying you earlier. No, 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 no. It's fine. I, I, I. Like, you don't need to treat me so specially, but I, 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 they will, and I don't want to take that away from them uh, at the same time. Sarah Comstock, if you could just give me a hand with this, hold this flask for a moment, would you? I think uh, she's had quite enough of Gallant Knights for one day. Oh, no, it's fine. Comstock turns to, to Galena, uh, uh, offers his hand out, like, Fair, what would you like me to hold? Um... I will hand you a small flask that is attached to a series of kind of um, sort of bubbling little oddly shaped retorts. Um, and I'm like, right, that needs to be just above the level of the retort. No, too high, too high. Perfect. Nice one. Good, good. You stay there a second. I'm just going to check something. Um, Wait, Kalina! <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna give a little, uh, give a little nod to our ace of our friend, um, and then just wander off to find a snack. I think. <laughs> um, uh, Sir Comstock, I'll hold it if you want to get back to your duties. 
It's okay for the moment. I will remember this. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, if you're sure. Addy. It's, it, it is fine. You head on, Melina. Um, Addy, you've Who's been that? kind of watching um, kind of Galena and uh, Melia like for a while. Um, but now this Comstock's kind of on the scene. What, uh, like, where are you at with him? Uh, I mean, he's a he's a man wearing a lot of metal. You've noticed. Yeah, currently I'm I'm furiously sketching a little caricature of uh, Comstock holding up this uh, little flask, um, and just just sort of like mindlessly doodling like a little tutu on him, you know, just uh, <laughs> around his waist. Um, you know, because I don't know, I think he'd look really pretty with a tutu. It'd go really nice with his bare little shins. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, as as Galena walks past, maybe gets a little glimpse of it. She's just like, <laughs> and gives you a little friendly little punch on the, I guess the the shin, given how much taller you are. <laughs> the side of the knee, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I mean, how, Addy? How is um? So you you've spent a few days on this um, like on this expedition and. You know, you've you've met people. You know, you, you well, you you've met people that you never thought you'd, the sort of people you never thought you'd meet, kind of thing. Um, but how is it? How has the last few days kind of shaped up to your expectations? I think that Addy is has been sort of reserved. But in a, in a very observant way, uh, she's mm. brimming with questions, but just not quite sure of the right opportune to, to go in and just ask them. She just wants to ask everything. Everything. In fact, I think maybe seeing Comstock kind of stuck in place with nothing else to do <laughs> would actually be an opportune moment. Um, <laughs> so just going to go up to him and be like, Hey, we haven't had much time to chat. I'm I'm Addy. Uh, I'm he, Sir Carmichael Comstock. Comstock, yeah. I, uh, I, where did you get your armor? It's, I've never seen so much metal in in one place. It's just so, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's um. Most of it is Hugelstad uh, issued from from the military. Hugelstad? What's that? Uh, it's a town. It's what's left of a town, I should say, these days. But um, it was a town that I was born in and, and defended during the, the Great War. Oh, Hugelstad. So, I, like, I like the sound of that. And she's scribbling away again. Hugelstad. Yes, it's a, it's, a, it's a little town on a on a big a big hill. Quite an important part of the war, actually. It's where one of the the great spirits burst <gasps> forth. But you know. oh, oh, y you've seen one? Yes, I I believe it was the old spirit. The 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 great storm bear. I think its name was storm bear. Storm bear. Yes. What what did he look like? <laughs> bloody big, a bloody big bear <laughs> with a lot, a lot of electricity coming off of it. A literal storm bear, but 
if I'm being, and he looks around, almost like it's a, a, an almost embarrassing thing, but if I'm being honest with you, Daddy, it was beautiful. And what was the weather like at the time? When it arrived, stormy. I think I was, I was, you know, to put it bluntly, a little near death at that point. So, I, I'm, you know, I was missing an eye. But I remember a lot of rain. Rain, rain, and what, what emotions did it evoke in in you, Comstock? What were you <laughs> feeling? And you're, you're noticing. Courage. You're, you're kind of noticing that she's just just asking all these questions. She's furiously scribbling down in this notebook um, and has made a very, like, very carelessly, um, hasn't actually covered up the little character caricature that she's made of you wearing a tutu, <laughs> holding the flask. She's just so busy and grossed. You could, you could see his sort of, like, moustache bristles and <laughs> as he sort of looks at it, it's just... <sighs> Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, it's just it's just a doodle. Don't. It doesn't mean anything. I, I, I promise. Anyway, emotions. You're, you're quite the artist. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's, it is a doodle. Um, what, what? So emotions. We were talking about emotions. What emotions were you feeling? As um, so as you kind of continue bombarding uh, Consock with these questions, uh, Galena, you're just kind of off. Like you're off to the side. You found. Uh, you've you've managed to kind of grab a small handful of uh, the ration from the rations supply, um, so you're just kind of stood chomping on. It's it's pretty stale bread at this point. You know, it's a few days old. It's all right, um, bad worse. Right, um, but like you're still close enough that you're able to kind of watch this interaction between the Lorivar Knight and this um, this kind of young keeper. And you're you're kind of watching as this the keeper's just like asking a question, furiously writing something down. And then every time she asks a question, she just seems to be getting closer and closer and closer uh, <laughs> to, to the night until they're almost like nose to nose. And she's like, "Tell me more." Um, but what do you make of Comstock's story? Like given um... that he was in distinct, by the sounds of it, going by by his words, he was in extremely close proximity to one of the emergent world spirits. Um, can I mm -hmm. perhaps do some kind of role to see how much I know about Ooh. these world spirits and their connection with you may. magic? Uh, let's... The first roll, of, first roll of the entire first game. Roll. This decides the entire Here we season. go, boys. First roll. Don't crit this. Uh, roll me a nature check, please. Ooh. Oh. I watch eagerly. Okay. 14. Well, you roll a 10 and then I get a 14. So perfectly down the middle. This campaign will be perfectly yeah. average. Yeah. <laughs> That's exceeding my expectations already. <laughs> um, so, uh, you, so Galina, you kind of, for context, where was Galena during the eschaton? Um, Galena was out in her ramshackle but sturdy hut uh, in a small swamp not too far from the village of Spinel. Um, probably 
working, I would say, pretty pretty fervently on some uh, on some new cocktails of chemicals. Um, shortly after which, she was in the center of a large city, which has uh, been a difficult adjustment for her. Sure. Okay. Um, so, in which case, yeah, like you, you kind of look this night up and down, and you know the the state of his armor. You know his his kind of lingering injuries. Like he's, you can see the there's an eye patch um, underneath the helmet that he's wearing, um, and he, he's definitely got that kind of soldier vibe about mm. him, um, but. You know, the the thought that this this trap was in the I mean the the idea that he was in the presence of a world spirit like that close I mean improbable but certainly probable okay um, certainly certainly possible um, I mean from from what you gather you you know uh, did, well, did you see any of the world spirits yourselves um I or just hear tales of them suspect I may have seen some in the distance i may have seen a many-headed serpent writhing across the horizon sure i mean but not close enough that i was directly affected by it sure sure sure. i mean just based off the size of the one that you saw off on the horizon you can well imagine like i mean obviously they, they had to come out of somewhere and given that potentially this this trap here this comstock was probably at the i mean you arguably he was at the forefront of the fight, whichever fight it was. I mean, yeah, maybe that was where one of okay. the World Spirits was birthed, in which case, this chap should consider himself lucky that he's been in the presence right. of an actual god. I'll quickly, uh, I'll, I'll scurry on up. Um, I will quickly focusing on my connection with the Earth um, that is brought to me by my Terran sprite lineage. Uh, I will cast my Mold Earth cantrip and bring up a spire of Earth to the height of Comstock's hand. I will pop the flask on it. Oh, thank you. Now, what's this about world spirits? How how close were you to this thing? Uh, and also, can I take a little, ti- tiny, tiny bit of blood? I just um... want to check some stuff. I mean, I was pretty damn close. I, I think I was right by its foot when I was fighting the gator. No, you can't take my blood. It might have had some uh, some effects on you. You might have uh, some special powers that are untapped or something, or or be able to call the storm, or maybe you're going to die in a couple of months. Uh... <laughs> he he looks like uh, Addy coming up on one side. He got Delaney coming down the other. <laughs> I assume Addy is probably still like asking him questions during this as well. Yeah, I was going to say, Addy's going to be like, this is fascinating, Galena, I would love to see your results. You know, our people, we call we call that that the being that you saw, Ursa Tintresh. And and I think I think it might be the same, the same spirit, Keeper of the Storms. And oh, oh, it'd just be brilliant. If you can, if you can summer Ursa Tintresh, that I would love to see that. Can you do that, Comstock? Just con- oh. constant. <laughs> No, I don't know. I thought your people knew how to summon them. As, as Comstock's just like kind of blustering, and he's he's being kind of tag teamed by Addy and uh, and Galena, and 
sort of like Millet, you're just kind of off to the side, just kind of watching. Like, oh, oh God, oh no. Um, you hear from from the blue awninged cart at the front, um, you hear a voice ring out saying, I would find it highly unlikely that Sir Comstock here would be able to summon your storm bear. And the, the back drape is kind of pulled aside. Um, and a a figure that the four of you have seen very little of kind of pokes her head out. And you're sort of like heightened from the, you know, being stood on the back of the cart. You're, you find yourselves in the shadow of this uh, Majani woman with, you know, kind of a bluish porcelain white skin. Um, what look to be wizardly robes hanging off her kind of relatively broad shoulders. Um, the light catches on the crystal horn that emerges from her forehead um, around which a, uh, a tiara is formed. Like a metal tiara is formed. Um, and she she's holding onto the side of the cart with one hand and leaning on a like a, a, a staff, like a, met a metallic staff with a slight greenish tinge to it but with um like a, a sea green um orb affixed to the top uh, and she kind of looks down to you with these kind of piercing silver eyes um how do you all feel in the presence of an arcane magic user i think and galena I is just um absolutely fascinated by the potential mm. of what arcane magic might mean um and what can what it can be used for uh, uh, indifferent okay did you for the for the moment indifferent because at the moment he's been badgered from two sides so sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um melina how melia how how do you feel uh in the presence of of this um Majani woman. Initially, it's a very much a. <laughs> but within like a second, it's just another person. Just another person. <sighs> She's not here for the book. Not here for the book. Okay. Uh, Addy? Um, I think curious, but. Addy is currently reading a little bit from Comstock's last comment about <laughs> being able to summon the world spirits as being something that her people should do, and that would have taken the wind out of her sails a little bit, and she might have faltered and stuttered a little bit and sort of, you know, fallen sure. silent in this the presence of this new person. Sure. So as you look up to this this new person, uh, and you know her, you know this wizard's name. Uh, to be Halidradis. Um <clears throat> Halidradis kind of looks down, and there's like the you've seen very little of this Majani woman, um, but the, the 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 interactions that you have had with her have really kind of set in this feeling of um, like no nonsense um, stoicism. Um, and you can like the, the being an arcane wielder, um, you can almost feel this presence emanating 
off the wizard. Um, and you're not entirely sure if that kind of melds in with the feeling of potential fear from the fact that this Majani can channel the very energies that have done to else what you know the the powers that wreaked havoc across elsewhere. Um, but in this moment, the like the wizard kind of whilst the wizard's presence is imposing, you don't feel um, like you're there's any you're in any danger. Um, Halidradis looks like uh, the the pinnacle of composure. Um, during the Ekaton, uh, it took the prayers of tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, to summon the primal, the primal spirits. I would be very impressed if Sir Comstock here could manage such a feat on his own. Uh, she kind of takes a, a deep breath in um, and she looks over to you, Galena, and uh, whilst some of your experimentation concerns me, if you require any assistance, I will see what I can do to help. If nothing more, for the safety of the expedition. Oh, that's mighty kind of you, ma'am. She she nods. Uh, she turns her head to you, Malia, and she kind of fixes you with a stare, and then she just like you. Give me a perception check. Six. Six. <laughs> okay. So you just kind of oh, like you you find yourself transfixed um, by the look of this Majani wizard. Um, the rest of you, though, notice that um, as this as this wizard kind of looks down from the back of the cart to the Ace of Our, off to the side, um, you you follow her eyes as they lock with Malia's, and then momentarily glance down to the book that Malia, you've all noticed, has been holding for like like a newborn child to her chest. But yeah, the the Majani's eyes flick down to the book. And then flick back up to Millia's eyes before kind of turning away. Um, and the wizard takes a breath, looks around, and I think perhaps the horses have rested enough, don't you think, Davin? And you hear, oh, um, if, if you if you think so, from inside the the, the front cart. As um, the wizard looks to you, nods, and as you were, she says. She kind of ducks back into the front carriage. Um, yeah, uh, you like. Are there any? Is there anything that you, any of you, want to say to one another as the the the, the expeditioners start packing back up to carry on moving? Ah, gloomy bastard, ain't she? She's got an awful <laughs> shiny horn, and I wish she'd tell me her secret because I can never get my horns shining like that. It's amazing. Ah, you won't, my dear. There's some sort of like uh, crystal magic. Um, the something about how the, the faster the crystals, um, it, it refracts the magic uh, and allows her to use it. I think. Haven't had a chance to get my hands on one yet, though. So uh, 
No such luck. I would not attempt pushing my luck to try and acquire one, Galida. It may result in explosive consequences. Not that anything you do at the moment doesn't result in explosive consequences. <laughs> nothing fun ventured, nothing gained, Comstock. I mean, that's also literally a part of her body. I'd well, have to chop her head off. Don't know. Please don't do that. No, I mean, so find one that's already dead, obviously. Like, and you ask I'm her just... something. Probably. Yes. Majani just leaving heads just lying around every day. Is that something that happens here? Do people oh, just leave their heads lying the around? Is, uh, the cart is starting up again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Comstock pats at his shoulders like, they don't just shed their heads. It's not something that they do. Um, in which case, as the um, as the the expedition begins, um, as the caravan begins moving again, um, and you will kind of reassume the positions that you've been kind of in inverted commas assigned or just adopted, um, and with the sounds of bickering from the two goblin twins from the back cart, um, the caravan carries back carries on along the road, um, and. Uh, with that, let's grab a short break and we'll we'll be right back. See you in a bit. See you in a bit. So weak. Dan, is everything all right? Julia, I'm so tired. Setting up this campaign has exhausted me. I've got nothing left. <sighs> Dan. Dan? Oh god. He's become one with the channel. He needs likes and subscribes to revive him. Quick, you, hit that subscribe button. Yes, that one there. It's a matter of life and death. I live! Oh, hey, Julia. So, I've got this idea for one of the future sessions. So basically, they're all going along, and then aliens appear and start abducting people. And then maybe they ride some dinosaurs who can talk. Welcome back, everybody. We made it through the first half of the first session. Hooray! Hooray! Yay! We didn't die. That's... We didn't die. It was tough. Yeah, I, I need yeah. to pick up my game, clearly. Um, so, uh, yes, we have met our uh, our adventurers, our explorers, um, as they travel along this, uh, this kind of wilderness road um, into heaven's knows what. Uh, but um, a, a few days pass uh, from from your kind of last interactions, um, and you can th those of you who are more perceptive have started to hear kind of murmurings um, from sort of various various people uh, through um, like through the caravan um, because. Given how much ground you've all collectively um, travelled, uh, how much ground you've covered, um, you've not really seen anyone or anything of note. You've not you've not yet found any um, other settlements or uh, any other travellers on the road. Um, you've also not really found anywhere suitable to set up this this town. Um, every time. Uh, there's a discussion of whether a, a location is suitable um, 
it always seems that the whilst whilst Davin seems okay to to kind of set up shop, um, Halidradis, the wizard, always seems uh, to have the the final vote to, and in saying no and carrying on the expedition a bit further. Um, so as tensions begin to run high, <clears throat> um, Comstock, are you at the front of the procession usually, again? Usually so, yes. Sure. Maybe one or two guards with him. Sure. Um, you hear, so from, from the front of the, the caravan, you hear a an unusual kind of bird call. Um, and you've been at the front long enough that you recognize that it is not in fact a bird uh but it's a it's a mark to herald the return of frinka the wolfkin kind of guide scout um you see her kind of emerge from the tree line off to the left hand side um and as she does like the, the front of the the, the front carriage opens up and Halidradis, the Majani wizard, pokes her head out. Um, there's a... There's a fork in the road up ahead. Uh, it looks like... I mean, from from what I... From the vantage point that I had, we could either take what is fundamentally the high road or the low road. If... Uh, the high road looks potentially shorter it would scale around it would scale around the, the side of the cliffs that are coming up but if we take the low road it will take significantly longer I couldn't say how much of a delay it would cause for a caravan I guess uh, I guess it is up to you uh, and Halidradis kind of furrows her brow and you hear Davin from inside going what's happening what what is it she's saying um as Halajardis kind of furrows her brow um and then looks down to you Comstock um tilts her head and your your other companions could you gather them together for me please she says Gladly, my lady. And he uh, heads off to, to collect everyone. Who seems all on the same the same cart at this point now? Um, sure. um in which case, yeah, the, the other three of you, um, as you like, you notice that the, the caravans kind of come to a stop again, um, and Comstock and Halidradis uh, approach. Um, and Halidradis kind of plants her staff in the grounds and kind of looks at you all in turn in a very kind of withering kind of way. Um, a very imposing kind of way. We have a choice of direction. And through my assumptions, some of you appear to be the most well-seasoned and world-worthy. So, I think I would value your opinion more than many others in this expedition. We have a choice of taking a shorter but more perilous high route that wraps tightly around the, the mountain cliffs up ahead. Uh, and as she says that, she 
gestures over her sh behind her uh, and you can see just off in the distance that there are you can just about make out what look like snowy peaks um and it's it's a bit difficult to to make out for the haze um but you know they are there alternatively we could stick to the low road uh which will give the the, the cliff paths a, a wide berth but uh Frinker is unsure how much of a delay that will cause for the caravan and I feel as if time is very quickly becoming uh, a pressing matter uh, and as she says that her eyes turn to the, the supply cart which carries all the rations and whilst your rations are still in relatively good supply um, Comstock certainly you as a, as a soldier would know that you know if you're not sure how long your journey is going to be anymore then it's really then you arguably never have enough rations mm -hmm. um we could have we could have frinka and anyone else first in the arts of uh gathering to s forage for food but it's it could be it could be a very lengthy delay so what would you do which paths would you choose <laughs> What was wrong with that field yesterday, Holly? The field? Yeah. Last to place that looked absolutely fine to settle down. You keep on pushing us. It was... We did have a lovely little creek. A lovely creek. Uh... Oh, and it was also infested with poison ivy. Exactly. Perfect. Haladradus kind of nods at you, Addy, as you step in and answer before she gets a chance to. And then... The wizard turns her heads to look at you uh, again, Galena. You're like, yeah, and <laughs> um, and like, yeah. The Haladradis kind of raises her eyebrows, um, and then her head almost snaps to look to you, uh, Melia. Where would you go? Well, um. If the level of danger is not too high, uh, the high roads, um, it, how dangerous are we thinking it would be? Um, there's only so much we could do against strong winds and other things like that. We can't truly control nature around us, so, um, um, as you say that, uh, Halajarthus' eyes very briefly flick to Addy and then back. Um, but then the wizard nods. Very well. Uh, the high road, if this is not too dangerous. And you, Sir Comstock? Back in Hugelstadt, there was mountains nearby, uh, a mountainous path or a low valley. It became a common saying that if one man took the high road the quicker of the ways, or another man took the low road, the one who took the low road would be in Hugelstadt before the other because of the dangers faced within the mountains. I personally say the low road. Less danger, the better for the party. Obviously, we can still, not that we've seen much game, but still hunt for game on the lower roads. Food will become more scarce to find if we get lost in the mountain past. The wizard nods wise words 
the low road. Uh, she looks to you, Addy. What path would you take? Well, the most dangerous path leads to the most interesting stories at the end. Halidralis, interestingly, there's a... She almost looks... Like, her, her eyes narrow at you slightly. Um, and then the expression kind of softens. And for the sake of the stories, the high road. And then she, finally she turns to you, Galena. Ah, young Addy's got it. I'm bored. <laughs> Look, we got some kind of magic woman who can't even be cold. Like, hey... We can't. We're not going to find anything out by starving to death down in the down in the valleys. Um, Halidradis nods, and uh, it would seem, unfortunately, Sir Comstock, that you've been outvoted. Well, is this the party's desire? Then I shall see it done. The wizard nods, uh, and she she turns, and like from the shadows, Frinka steps out. Um, we will take the high road. Do what you can to scout ahead. Uh, and the, the wolfkin woman nods and then just kind of, like whistling, um, kind of rolls around the side of the carriage and disappears off. Franka! Uh, uh, the, the woman stops. Yes? Before you go, what are you expecting out there? Uh... I'd rather hear it from you than, uh, through old wizard chops over here. There's, you can always hear the slow head tilt from <laughs> uh, from Aladradis as you say that, uh, and and Frinka, um, she kind of crosses her hands and I I would be expecting kind of the the normal stuff, but this is curious. I'm seeing less and less tracks the further along the road we go. I perhaps, perhaps they are in hiding. The animals. Perhaps, yes. Ah, animals are pretty stupid. We'll be fine. Uh, Fringa, Fringa nods. Uh, Thanks, Frank. She kind of wave, waves to you and, yeah, she disappears off. Uh, uh, runs wait, ahead. wait uh, before you go, yes. I'm sorry. Um, I just like take her hand just go. Uh, be safe, and I'm gonna cast enhance ability on her. Cat's grace. Oh. Um, Advantage on dexterity checks doesn't take damage from falling twenty feet or less. <laughs> okay. Uh, in which case, like Frinka blinks at you, and like you, you see her, like you see the tendons in her wrist tense up as you kind of as you begin channeling magic into her. Um, but like, as she feels that kind of warming glow of divine magic, she relaxes. Uh, and she kind of looks to you and kind of gives you a, a genuine smile for uh, thank you, she says. Um, and as she, as she kind of disappears off, like you see her kind of look at you over her shoulder as she disappears around the corner. Uh, and then, yeah, she scarfers her. Um, as as Frinka disappears, you hear a voice from the, the blue carriage go, we're, we're taking the high road? 
Um, just as you hear a hiyah, and the, the horses kind of get whipped back into into action, um, and you begin trundling off. Um, sure enough, uh, the the path that you're on begins uh, begins a, a slight upwards gradient, um, and the you notice that the further you go along, the horizon almost seems to disappear before growing a bit disappear behind a growing kind of hazy fog that just seems to be obscuring your um, your vision um you can still kind of make out the tree lines and the, the mountain uh like the mountains are silhouetted or lit illuminated by the sun off in the distance but sure enough as the, the path seemingly forks uh you can see one path trundle right towards the, uh, the cliffs and another left kind of going back down like on a downward slope um and with a whistle uh, the horses pulling the the carriages uh, and yourselves take the right turn up onto the high high grounds um as you the progress of the journey becomes much slower as the path that you're traveling on begins narrowing the higher it goes um and are any of you scared of heights i am very much not keen okay um in which case the the three of you notice that galena is just kind of like sat at the front of the carriage like knuckles going white clenching onto the the front seat um as not more than a few feet like 10 feet to, to galena's left um is a seemingly sheer drop down the side of this it's a, a good 50 to 60 foot sheer drop down the side of this cliff um and the, the drivers to give them their dues are managing to navigate these carriages along this narrow like cliffside path with pretty good um competency like the horses you can see are a bit nervous uh, and panicked uh, every time there's a uh, a pebble rolling or the, the sound of kind of rubble shifting or a strong wind like the horses kind of snort and neigh but otherwise whilst the progress is slow it's still steady laddie's gonna lean in uh just sort of close to galena and be like don't worry if you fall, the wind will catch you. She's just going to wink at her. Oh, I'm fine. I'm just thinking. Just thinking. Okay? All good. Um, as... Comstock, as the... As the temperature starts to get colder and colder, the further up you're going, um, and you can see that in certain, part, certain parts, um, the snow that has clearly fallen at some point recently has not yet thawed. Um, how are you feeling about this decision to take the mountain path? He didn't agree with it, but again, he was outvoted, so he's doing his best to keep it going. He's definitely taking a swig of uh, uh, of brandy from his uh, <laughs> from his belongings to keep warm. Um, but yes, he's doing his best to make light of a bad uh, what he considers a bad situation especially as the paths are getting quite you know mm. getting quite narrow he can see back through the 
carts the Galena sort of sitting there like, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking. Yeah, you can see that, you know, some frayed edges are starting to to form. Sure. Um, as as you're kind of looking back and you, you can see, like, Addy speaking to Galena, um, Comsoc, you're like, you hear a bit of a commotion. Uh, or you hear a loud commotion like somewhere further back in the like in the caravans um and from your your position at the front you can see like the curve of the path that you're coming around um you see that the commotion is coming from one of the guards um as one, one of the guards loses their footing as the ground underneath them gives way um and they begin sliding down um the side of the cliff onto and boom, land on a ledge uh, in a big kind of crash uh, and like there's shouts and panicked cries from the back as the like one of the horses whinnies and kind of rears up and the, the car drives like, um, and there's a bit of chaos and confusion for a moment but you notice the other three just kind of looking around a bit confused but comes you can see what's happening and this guard's just kind of hanging on by uh, appears to have grabbed like a, a thick root that's emerging up the side of this cliff and just uh, perilously teetering on this ledge what do you do uh, Comstock suddenly like halts the caravan, like screams to halt, leaps between the the horses and runs through the camp. Like excuse me, as he charges past, um, charges past Davin and Heldras, sort of jumps out the back with a with a clatter, you know, and and starts making his way down um, towards like the commotion. Like man down, man down. As you arrive, you can see some of the guards, sort of like one guard's lying on. Uh, lying on her front, like desperately trying to eh, kind of reach down to to grab her companion, um, and this other caravan guard just kind of uh, like holding on, and you can see uh, the root is like every so every few seconds is just kind of coming looser and looser. Um, it. How, how far down is he? If you you feel that if you were to really kind of stretch. Uh, you might be able to grab this guard's hand. Um, potentially, it might even be worth kind of dropping down yourself. But I imagine there, Comstock pulls out one of his hand axes, uh, plants his shield down at the at the top, um, and sort of, you know, with one hand holds on, tries to sort of use the the axe as a a pitten almost. Okay. Uh, in which case, as you as you kind of drive the, the axe in and then so you're using that as a extra bit of leverage too basically yeah, he's, he's slamming it down to then sort of like climb and, and hold try and hold it okay. in basically so uh give me an athletics check athletics that is terrible for a high athletics <laughs> uh oh no okay um in which case as you you slam the axe in um and so as you kind of use it to, to lower yourself down and you you go to reach for the for this guard um and as you reach out like your your fingers are about to to touch when the root really kind of loosens um give me a give me an initiative check 12. okay in which case, as the root comes loose and you see this guard's eyes kind of open as 
they kind of go weightless for a moment. You manage. <laughs> they go hands Gruber. Yeah, you manage to <laughs> like lunge out far enough that you grab this uh, this guard by the wrist as they fall, and you're just. Um, I've got you, Willis. Um, and you're like through the through the panic cries as um, this this guard's root comes loose. Um, the two of you are kind of hanging desperately from the from the side of this mountain. Um, and as you uh, like hold on for for dear life, um, others from the caravan begin running over, and uh, you see one of the the goblin twins um, kind of run over uh, and uh, kind of throw a throw a rope over the edge to, and you know gets tied around a, a one of the wheels, the spokes of the wheels of one of the carts, and you're able to pull yourself back up. Um, and the the guard just kind of as you pull the guard up with you. Um, this caravan guard just kind of looks a bit startled at you, uh, and as everyone starts like, clapping and congratulating, and he he looks at you and um, uh, th- 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 thank you, sir, sir Comstock. You you uh, and he kind of looks down, and you can see the rocks uh, that have been come you know loosened from the from the root, uh, the root moving. You see him just tumbling down the side of this cliffside. Uh, I, I I think you. I think you saved my life. Think nothing of it, Willis. Uh, and the, Glad that you're still with us. And the and the the, the guard nods and uh, right, well, uh, uh, and he stands up, looks at the other caravan guards, and if if you don't mind, I want to stand on the other side of the carts from from now on. Probably a smart decision. In fact, I think it may be wise if we all hug the wall a little closer. Um, okay. Uh, in in which case, like. You, as you kind of turn back to look, you can see the three faces of your companions just kind of poking out from one of the caravan, uh, one of the caravan carts, just a bit confused about what's happening. Um, but behind them, like watching from afar from the front carriage, is this uh, Majani wizard, who then gives you a nod and then disappears back into the carriage. He reaches down, picks up a shield, dusts it off, uh, dusts off this sort of crudely drawn image of a hill takes a deep breath and then it's like in his <laughs> thinks to himself holy shit <laughs> i nearly died <laughs> um, but, but he, he he's sort of just stoic and hmm what? but there's a small trembling that's barely noticeable so uh willis kind of looks to you as you dust off the shield and i uh I ain't never seen that sigil. Uh, but I suppose, I suppose that's not all that unusual. But uh, what, what is it? It's a bit. What? What's a what's a big green triangle? It's a hill. Oh, it's, it's... oh, I see it now. Yeah, yeah. He comes up for a second. He looks over at Addy and thinks to himself, like, they can draw. But then he sort of goes back. It's like it's it's a hill. It's my title i'm a knight of the hill oh oh you must be what so did you did you have like a whole hill all to yourself is that no um, is that where you're like knights have castles right is that where your your castle was uh, no i have i have no castle you've heard the battle of hugelstadt right uh it's one of the biggest battles in the war the the guards kind of look to each other and uh I, I I can't say I have to be honest, uh, but I'll be I'll be honest. I 
I'm not from around these parts. None of us are really around from these parts anymore. These parts really mean nothing, do they? The, uh, the, the man nods, like, thinks about it and then nods and, uh, well, hopefully it will mean something soon. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I'll, uh, when, when we find parts that are worth knowing, perhaps my, uh, <laughs> perhaps my family will be there. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? I'd be a turn up for the books. I'm sure it will, Willis. Right, well, uh, yeah. Thank, thank you for saving my life. I'm just going to stand on the right side of this horse now. He pats him on the shoulder. It's like, um, we probably need a new weapon as well. You dropped yours. Mm. Could need some new pants as well. I'm sure the twins can give you something. Um, so, after that kind of little oopsie, the Karans carry on a bit further. Um, Malia, you you notice that the sun is beginning to is beginning to set. Like it's definitely on its way towards the horizon. When it dawns on you that Frinka hasn't returned. I'm gonna then, as I realise this, I'm gonna get out and find Comstock. Mm -hmm. Um, Sir Comstock? Yes, Lady Melia. What? How can I help? Uh, just Melia is fine. Um, Melia. Frinka has not returned. Yes, I. Now that you mention it, she hasn't. I am a bit worried. These uh, cliffs are treacherous, as we saw earlier, and... can shake the feelings that something may have happened. I'm hoping nothing has happened and she's just waylaid. As you said, these cliffs are treacherous and are taking longer than one would like. Maybe she's just slow going, being safe. But... I hope so. Your concern is appreciated, I'm sure. Is there anything you can do, my lady? Any divination or anything? I'm... It's the only thing I can do for now, as the, um... As the sun's heading down, uh, do you have a small object, uh... I could use, or borrow for a few seconds, uh... Yes, I Dagger mean, uh, or something like that? Uh, no, I have a, a pack of playing cards. Uh, that can do, as long as you can hold it in your hand. He sort of, he sort of turns around with this little backpack. It's like if you can just. Oh, uh, okay, sure, sure. <laughs> shuffle, shuffle. Front pocket, front, front pocket. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Pull out the pack of playing cards. Uh, cast light on it and sort of hand it back. I can keep upping this for a while. Um, that's all I can do for now. I'm sorry. It's okay. As the dark, as as light falls, it will help at the front. I'm sure. Thank you. Of course, um, Malia. I will keep an eye out as well. Maybe mention it to the rest of our compatriots. As you as you kind of say that, there's 
a whistle, like a loud whistle from the front of the caravans again. Um, and the caravans once again come to a stop. Um, and you hear a commotion from the front the front carriage. Uh, and then Davin kind of pokes his head out, uh, looks at you and... Oh, uh, oh, there, there you are. Um, there's a there's a bit of a thing, um, just just up ahead, on the on the path. I was just wondering if you might um, be able to to go have a look, perhaps. I uh, um, that yeah, that that be that be great. Thank you, thank you. Dav, Davin, we've broken this. You need to be more descriptive. Like, um, a, th- a thing could be anything. Uh. Yes, it's <laughs> yes, it could. Um, yeah, if you could do, um, uh, Halidradas has, has asked you to, uh, to, to, to be at the front, please. Um, yes, that, that, thanks. And the noble disappears back in the cart. He, he, Comstock raises the glowing pack of cards. You have my thanks, my lady. I'll come, I'll come with you. Thank you. And he, he taps against the side of the uh, the cart containing uh, Addy and Galena. Okay. Um, there seems to be some issue at the front. I wouldn't go against having a little extra assistance up here. Of course, I can come with. Is there anything I can do while just just inside, not near the cliff? Hug, hug the wall like Willis, and if you keep your look to the highest peak, it should take your mind off of what lies to your your side. You mean certain death, plummeting into the abyss, the endless, <laughs> the, the little death, fear itself. Well, if you look at the at the highest peak, you'll not think about oh, yes. the impending death. How does that help? It's literally the worst bit. Oh, right. Okay, you're just gonna have to carry me. I will be doing nothing of the sort. Okay, fine, fine. <sighs> so. I can carry you. I, Good. I, if I do that, you're just gonna be higher. Excellent point. All right. <laughs> so, with a titanic effort of will, I'm gonna prize my hand off. Uh, Comstock offers his hand <laughs> to help you railing. down. Very begrudgingly take it with my <laughs> tiny hand around your finger. Okay. It's, it's okay. Oh, my gallant hero, thank you very much. <laughs> okay, so um as the as you help down uh, Galena and the four of you kinda edge and it's a squeeze uh, along the edge of the cart, um kind of between well it's a, a squeeze between the side of the cart and the, the mountain side. Oh just um, as we um squidge our way along so i'm just gonna if i'm um if i'm close to milia mm-hmm. i'm just like please millie uh <laughs> good good yeah you're pretty good with them spells aren't you I, I like to think so right uh take this and i'll just hand you a um small packet of powder so yeah uh, right pop that in your mouth That'll keep you focused. Don't you worry about it. Excellent for arcane users. I'm not an arcane. I've actually tested this one. You'll be fine. 
Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so, so that is um, the. Uh, let me have a look. That is. Uh, that is mind sharpener. Um, so, if you get that down your neck, um, then whenever you fail a concentration check, uh, you can spend expend one of its four charges to succeed instead of failing. Ooh. Okay, very good. Um, okay, so in which case, uh, Milia, as you kind of look at this, uh, what is it, a powder, you say? Yeah, it's kind of a bluish powder that when you move it in the light goes a sort of slightly sickly green okay so sure, sure so as you as you kind of study it uh and yeah feel free to well <laughs> if you just <laughs> doubt it like sure but um but yeah as the as you kind of approach the front um the two of you see comstock and addy uh, have already arrived Oh. And you find yourselves on the at the front of the the carriage. Um, the the path ahead of you bends round to the left, but you notice that ahead um, appears to be a barricade of barrels and, and boxes. Um, behind the barricade, um, you see three Lorivar, um kind of peering out to you and you see the the one in the middle uh in the, the center of the barricade is kind of waving waving his hand um in your in your direction um what do you do so everyone sees the obvious trap up ahead right i think yes. so hold on it's me elena's uh, already kind of orange eyes flash uh, with an even brighter spark as she just pushes her hands into the stone um, and I will activate my geolocation see if I can feel anyone else within 60 feet of me apart from these guys okay so Galena you so it's 60 feet right yeah that is not quite as far as these bastards okay well you can see you can see three of them in the uh like behind the barricade up ahead uh but what you also notice um is that you can feel subtle vibrations coming from like two sets of subtle vibrations one larger than the other coming from the caves just a bit further up the, the cliffside off to your right fuck just put my hands up careful boys and girls something in that cave something big um not yeah. loud enough for those lot to hear me sure 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 yeah, you can. This, this, Lorivar kind of waving his arm uh, behind the barricade up ahead. You, he's sort of like, he's shouting something, but um, like the loud winds this high up are starting to, it makes it difficult to hear what he's saying. Um, and Addy, you kind of glance or look to your left and you can see it's quite a drop down to the canopy below. 
Um, yeah, what do you do? How do we want to approach this? Well, I think before we go in guns blazing, we should at least hear what they want. They haven't started shooting us yet. They're just waving at us. Um, I can, I can move forward. Do they, um... Find out. Before we start moving forward, can I, um make an insight check or something to see if they look like they're like are they beckoning us forward or are they like trying to warn us off uh no need to roll it looks like they're kind of waving you over okay can i move forward yeah, and just hail travelers um so as you begin to you begin to move forward uh what's everyone else doing Comstock's going to stay close to, to Addy, uh, but sort of slightly far back, letting Addy take the lead on this one for the moment. Uh, I guess I'll... Very, very slightly. Yeah, I'll... Obviously, Com... Reach Comstock me. keeps an eye on here as he's... Sure. Okay. You know, I Come think... I think Galena, she knows there's something up with the cave. She's going to consider going across to the other side. But there's a drop, having none of that. I think I'm probably just going to need to stay back because I I don't want none of it. Both sides <laughs> feel bad. Okay, that's fair. Amelia? Uh, step forward very slightly. Galena told me that there was something up there, so I'm keeping an eye on it and slowly reaching for a small padlock that was attached to the sash around my belt. Okay. Just staying about there. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, in which case, as the, the two of you at the back approach, like, kind of take a few steps up very cautiously, um, the two of you that have kind of approached the barricade, um, uh, you, the, the Lorivar stood behind, uh, this barricade looks to you, and, um, uh, th thank you for stopping, um, what is, what is your, what is your business here? Why do you use this pass? We're just passing through. We are explorers on a mission to establish a settlement on the other side of this mountain. Okay. Uh, well, uh, the, I, I should I should warn you that um, the paths ahead are extremely dangerous. Uh, we have we and uh, the other uh, soldiers from my regiment have managed to to clear the way for safety. Uh, but we will require some of your uh, supplies in order for you to pass. Is that so? Yes. Yes, it is. And on what authority uh, do you require these supplies? Uh, on the authority of uh, Regent Lord Bramin. Regent Lord Brannan. Mm. Never heard of him before. Uh, the, the the man kind of looks around and we we live in strange times. If you've never heard of Regent Lord Brannan, where is Regent Lord Brannan? See one of you? No, no, no. He's uh he's further along the road in a uh, in a in a keep uh, looking after the lands that we've uh, we've managed to to clear out. Uh, and, yeah, like I say, we, we've 
who've been patrolling and, and secured the, the safety of the roads, but uh, it's just it's just unfortunate that we will require uh, recom recompense for our for our efforts. So uh, just a just a small small amount of supplies. It seems you've got a quite a sizey caravan, uh, but yeah, Oops. nothing nothing that you won't miss. Comstock steps up to to Addy. This is clearly a shakedown. Mm. Yes, but they seem. Uh, I'm going to say this obviously quite to Comstock. Yes, but they 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 seem to be quite new to this. Mm. I'm wondering if we can we can get around them without having to resort to extreme measures I'd say how about you try to sweet talk them first and if that fails maybe I give them a slightly more sterner talking to and if that fails then they leave us no choice but as I said I'll follow your lead for the moment just let me know if you want to change tact and he, he steps he steps back and just sort of takes a, a, a relaxed stance but he's close if it seems your Lord Brannan uh, Regent Lord Brannan Apologies, has set up, um, cleared and set up some lands beyond this pass, then us and our caravan would do well to possibly do business with him and we would speak to him directly. And if uh, if this Lord Brannan requires goods from our caravan, would it not be better if we passed through and met him directly? As I said, we are looking to set up a settlement ourselves and if we can come to some sort of agreement with your lord um or, or do business directly with your lord that would be very agreeable for all, all of us i'm sure you can imagine uh the the three the three lorivar behind the barricade just kind of look at each other um give me an insight check an insight okay 18. 18. Um, the looks on their faces give you some indication that they're not entirely sure how to respond to, oh, we just want to meet, we want to meet your love. <laughs> uh, um. What are your names? The, the three of them look shocked as you as you ask is he he's trying he's clearly like there's a there's an awkward silence and then when you ask for their names they they all look a bit shocked and like you see their mouths flapping a little bit uh 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 and then so we can obviously give due recognition to your lord when we meet him you know uh, we we want to pass on the names of the the three brave souls that helped us through this pass and gave a safe passage, and I'm sure your lord would be really interested um, and and grateful to those to those who helped us. Sure. Uh, as this is as Aunt Eddie, as you're asking this, uh, back towards like closer to the caravan, uh, Melia and Galena, your you can see Addy's kind of having a having seemingly a bit of a conversation with the people behind the barricade. Um, what is it that you're doing? I am. Um, my eyes are flitting between the two talking and the cave. 
I'm just trying to see which way it's going to go. Okay. Very on edge. Uh, Galena? Um, partly I'm focusing on those figures in the cave. Can I feel if they've moved at all? Uh, they haven't. They're, but the smaller one just appears to be... Like, they appear to be very still. Very still. Okay. I will... As quietly as I can... Uh, pull out a small vial of kind of a... A brownish-yellow liquid. Um, and I will just huck it up... Onto the... Um, onto that cliffside bit there in front of the cave and cast grease in a 10 foot square <laughs> on that cliff edge please okay uh, so as you like, lob up um, your vial of grease uh, so we can place that template just there for you um, as the the bottle smashes in the in the entryway of the of the cave uh, you know you feel the vibrations of the the two sets of vibrations coming from that cave um, suddenly move like it okay. moves back a little bit um, and as that happens at Comstock your attention is brought across as you hear the sound of breaking glass um, as, as Malia you're, you're kind of distracted by it um, but the 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 chap behind the barricades kind of looks up and what, what was that? What did you? What was? What was that? Oh, it's a caravan. Probably just someone dropping a glass. You notice the the three of them are becoming a bit more fidgety. Uh, Comstock, what are you? What are you doing? Uh, Comstock's keeping an eye on the cave, but he's also just waiting. He's going to step slightly closer to to Addy. Um, as he said, he's letting her still take the show, but he's like just waiting for these sort of moment to uh, speak up. Speak up. Um. Well, well. Um. So. Uh, yes, I'm, I mean, my, my name. My name is uh, Godwin, and um, well, you, you, you see that. The the Regent Lord has, has given us strict instructions not to uh to let anyone pass um without without paying paying their dues. Um so so t t tell you what, if you if you if you offer up uh your like what whatever it is that you're you're gonna pay to, to use this pass, uh and then uh we'll we'll take you to to the the keep. How how, how does that sound? Addy, do do you mind if I interject obviously it's I, I leave this to you but I'm do you mind of course <clears throat> gentlemen if I'm not mistaken your your plan is to block the way ambush us with whatever you have up in the cave and steal our goods is, is that the right of it uh um <laughs> It's a bold strategy. Let's see if it plays out. I I, I don't under uh, and like the 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 man behind the barricade looks left right and uh 
he lets out a big sigh and then you see one of the the other individuals like do a sharp whistle um gentlemen i hope you're happy with the order you're in because some of you are going to watch bad things happen to your companions um <laughs> as you as you say that um addy you hear the sound of sort of like snow being shoved out the way and you notice that like two figures pop up um from further up the, the mountainside and draw bows um Malia and Galena, you also see this from from your positions, um, and like Galena, you're you're looking up. You've seen the whistle and like the vibrations in the cage have uh, the the cave. Sorry, have started to like, like stopped again, but it looks like one the larger one is pacing ever so slightly, um, and the the individual behind the the barricade tilts his head and. All you had to do is pay the toll. The offer is still there, my friend. You look like a knight, so I assume you've got some sense in that helmet of yours. Daddy, do you think we should pay these people the toll? I think, gentlemen, you should let us pass. Or we will fuck you up. I think you should listen to the lady. Addy, give me a persuasion check. Okay. Okay, interesting. Ooh. Persuasion, persuasion, there we go. 20. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, as, you, as you say this, like the bandit leader, it's clearly a bandit leader. Uh, the bandit leader kind of mm. looks, looks at the two of you a bit warily um, and kind of looks like he looks up to the the, the bandits along the, the, the mountain ridge with their, their bows trained on you um, and that uh, you see some creeping doubt spread across his face um, but the sound of the like that whistle is still almost, it's still kind of fresh in your ears um, and Galena you, that large vibration that's been pacing backwards and forwards stops and then you hear and from the the cave mouth bursts what appears to be the form of a bear that charges out out from the cave um and as it runs out and places its paw on the area of grease that you've thrown at the mouth of the cave we'll call it there oh, <laughs> no! it's cocaine bear <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't miss that. He's going to add his leaf stash. Congratulations, everyone, on completing session one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, obviously, I was going to leave you blue balled at the end of session one, aren't I? Got to make you, got to give you a reason to come back for session two. Uh, but yes, we did it. We got session one out of the way. Boom. Um, so, uh, yes, we will see um, what happens with the emergence of, uh, yeah, Cocaine Bear. Um, <laughs> we'll see how this, uh, if anything changes in these negotiations. But, um, yes, uh, I'm liking these characters. Uh, and I hope you're liking them too. No? Yeah, I know oh, I am. I am. I am. <laughs> 
can't stand him. <laughs> you fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, I, I I can't wait to see um, what what's going to happen to them next and how this all develops and progresses. Uh, but I guess um, without just kind of waffling and rambling for too long, um, if you liked what you saw, uh, make sure to hit the like button and leave some comments down below. Um, and who you think this bear should attempt to bull rush off the side of a mountain. Um, we release loads of stuff uh, similar to this. I mean, this is the start of a brand new campaign, so make sure to hit the subscribe button um, as well as the bell icon for notifications when we release new videos, which is going to be very regularly. Um, but yeah, with all that said, thank you for watching. Thank you for playing. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for running. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank see you. you next time, guys. Bye-bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Sometimes the hardest step to take is the first, especially when that step is one into the unknown. Our explorers have thrown themselves into a strange new world, but what will they find out in the transformed wilderness? Opportunity? Mystery? Danger? Make sure to join us in the next session to find out. We're finally here. This has certainly been a long and winding road which has brought me, and therefore you, to this point. And I'm so thankful that you're here to share with me and the others. I've got a lot of ideas for the campaign, and I can't wait to present them and see how they transform in the hands of the players, or in fact you, the viewer. If you have any thoughts on what you think would be cool to see, make sure to leave a comment down below. And if you like the video, hit the like button. If you fancy more Explorer's goodness, you can catch another video here. And we release regular content, so make sure to hit the subscribe button and the bell icon for notifications. So, with that said, thank you once again. Stay safe, and keep exploring.